to Wellness Realness with Christina Rice. I'm your host, Christina. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner, holistic health coach, Reiki practitioner, and the creator of ChristinaRiceWellness.com, where you can find my blog, recipes, services, programs, and ebooks. In this podcast, I'll be discussing all things related to health and wellness, and I promise to always keep it very real. Remember my disclaimer the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice and is not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you'd like to submit a question or a topic for me to discuss, submit it on the podcast page at ChristinaRiceWellness.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a rating and a review on iTunes, and join our Facebook group, Wellness Wellness Podcast Tribe. You guys, I have been having major problems with my microphone, and I just realized that if I plug it into my left USB port, it doesn't work, but if I plug it into my right USB port, it works. So thank you, technology. What else is new in my day? Um, Sal Stefano just sent me an article about how Yovana Mendoza, also known as Ravana, is now eating animal products. It's called, what is this called? The weird world of vegan YouTube stars is imploding. So apparently this is news, although this is not news to me. You guys, if I learned anything in my time working behind the scenes of blogging, it's that a lot of the vegan YouTubers and influencers secretly eat animal products. It's like within that community, kind of a well-known thing that they all secretly eat them. So I'm just unsurprised. I'm just randomly telling you what's going on. What else is new? So I am really excited because I go through clear stem like it's water. So Kaylee, one of the founders, my good friend, just dropped me off a huge like shampoo bottle size of clear stem (laughs) because I always need to get restocked. And now I can just use this shampoo bottle to restock my little bottles. If you guys have not tried Clear Stem skincare yet, you need to. I'm super excited because I have been trying out some of their new products. They are releasing a ton of new products soon and redoing their website and have a ton of really cool new features, especially with their list of pore clogging ingredients that you can find on their website, clearstemskincare.com. But I have been pretty obsessed with that list because I like to compare now everything that I put on my face, on my skin with that list just to see how it stacks up because something can be non-toxic. That doesn't mean it's good. Something can be non-toxic. That doesn't mean it is not pore clogging. So pore clogging and non-toxic are two separate things. And that's what they're really passionate about at Clear Stem is making sure the ingredients are both non-pore clogging and non-toxic, safe, effective. But anyways, I don't think I'm supposed to tell you guys about these new products, but just so you know, they're fire. So when they come out, you need to run and get them. In the meantime, though, I go through my Clear Stem serum so quickly because I use it on my face every day. I use it morning and night and on my body on any scars or if I get cuts or scrapes or burns. I talked about how I was using it on my sunburns. Also, you can use it on razor burn if you shave. I also have been getting laser hair removal, just just so you know, and it helps to put like aloe on the area after, just soothe it after you've basically gotten your hair follicle burned off. Um, So I have been using Clear Stem there to help soothe things. Wow, being a woman is a lot of work, you know, we just, there's a lot to go through. But it's it's really helpful. But in terms of my face, I've been using this for a while. And with consistent use, this honestly can transform your skin. And I love it because it's something you can easily add into your skincare regimen already instead of me telling you, oh, you need to overhaul your whole skincare line. Like, why don't you just try this one product, adding it in and see how much it can help. This product is specially designed to target skin that deals with acne, scarring, or has anti-aging concerns. And basically everybody I know wants to hit one or all of those things. 
So what are the benefits of ClearStem? It helps to calm down your skin and any inflamed breakouts and also helps to prevent new breakouts from forming. It reduces redness and inflammation. It has antibacterial properties. It helps to stimulate collagen and brighten your skin, even out any discoloration, which is great for anti-aging properties. It can help to reduce the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles, as well as any dark spots, acne spots, age spots, sunspots. It also helps to increase the hydration in your skin, which is awesome. And it does this without making your skin oily. So it actually helps to block excess oil production and androgens. So if you have oily skin, this is a great way to hydrate your skin without making it greasy, which often happens with typical moisturizers. So whether you have oily skin or dry skin, this product is amazing for hydration. Any active acne or scabs have actually been shown to heal about three times faster when you use ClearStem because of that bioavailable collagen stem cell technology. You want to apply this to completely clean skin. You just need a thin layer all over your face, although if you want to pump it up and go more, 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 keep going for it. When my skin is especially red or inflamed, like I've been doing more microneedling lately and chemical peels, and after that, I will just keep putting clear stem on every time it completely soaks in. I add more because you're just getting more of the stem cells. But anyways, just clean your skin, Apply it to clean skin, let it soak in, it dries pretty quickly, and then you can add on any of your other skincare on top, whether that be moisturizer, makeup, it just soaks right in, and your skin will feel so soft. And again, over time, this will really help to reduce any signs of aging, any scarring, any dark marks, and can help to prevent further breakouts if you do struggle with acne. I really think that this product is so effective because they have combined knowledge from Western and Eastern medicine approaches to create something that tackles the skin at all angles. So it's completely non-toxic, doesn't clog your pores, and is highly effective. This is honestly great for people of any age, men and women. Everybody who tries this out tells me how much they love it. And I have seen some incredible transformation stories from using ClearStem. You can also head to their website to learn more about that. So if you want to try it out, just go to clearstemskincare.com and you can use my discount code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S. That will get you $15 off. So again, clearstemskincare.com and my discount code wellness will get you $15 off. I actually got microneedling done earlier this week and I've gotten it done so many times before and usually it takes... Um, about a week and a half for it to kind of fully be healed, but this is the first time I've gotten a full microneedling treatment and used ClearStem, and it was basically, my skin was normal within like the next two days, which doesn't typically happen. Usually I'm still peeling later on, so that stuff really works. Besides their product, another thing that I love about Kaylee and Danielle, who are the founders of ClearStem, is that they are incredible businesswomen. And I love having friends that are as serious about business as I am and people in the space where really no topic is off limits. And when it comes to talking to people about business, it can be kind of a touchy subject because, well, first of all, business can be competitive with certain people. So you have to be a little careful about who you talk to about what but also because when the topic of money comes up, this can be awkward for certain people. And I've been thinking about this topic of money a lot recently and wanted to record a podcast about money, just sharing some of my thoughts around the topic. You know, I work mostly with women and I find that this conversation I think is a bit more difficult with women and it's especially difficult when there's this friction between women and men. And I know especially in the workforce today, there's this friction between men and women because women will make less money than men for doing the same exact job. But there's also this friction in relationships because there's always one partner who makes more money than the other partner. And there's not always friction there, but in talking with clients, I sense this a lot with a lot of women, and this can occur between partners of the same gender or different genders, but just for the purposes of this explanation, I am going to use the example of friction between 
a male and female who are in a relationship together. So I see this pattern a lot where women will tell me that they don't feel good enough because they don't make enough money. They don't make as much money as their husband and they wish they could make as much money or more than him. Yet, if they make as much money or more than him, they feel guilty because then the man feels emasculated or like he's not enough of a man. Not all men feel like this. I'm just using this example because I hear this over and over again and it becomes this source of internal and external conflict um, in people's lives. What an interesting struggle that we as women want to make more money and we feel empowered, like we live in a day and age where we can have jobs and we can do all the same things as everyone else, but we want money, yet we are sometimes pushed down if we make as much money as men or less or we're expected not to or it's a big deal if we make a lot of money, um, but men are expected to. Yet anyone who doesn't make a lot of money feels less than because they want to be making more. So so many interesting things going on here. But what I've noticed really, and again, this is not with everybody, but a lot of women are just very uncomfortable talking about money. And a lot of women are very uncomfortable asking for what they deserve. And, you know, we see this in business negotiations or asking for the salary that you believe you're worth. A lot of women will ask for a lesser amount than they should because they feel like they're worth less. Whereas men, when they are asked by a company, okay, how much do you want to make? They will tend to overshoot and ask for more. They don't think twice about it. Again, generalizations. I'm just going to put a disclaimer out there. This whole thing is, I'm talking in generalizations. Okay, there are always exceptions, but I'm just talking about patterns to just discuss a larger issue here. Okay, because I have to put a disclaimer because people get very upset. But if I have to qualify everything I say, then we're just not going to get anywhere. Okay. Anyways, many women are just uncomfortable talking about money and asking for what they're worth. And because they're afraid to ask about money, although this can be if you're a man listening and you don't like talking about money, this applies to you too. Um, Anyone who doesn't like to talk about it, this can be stopping you from making more. Or the way you're talking about it might be making it so that you make less than you could. In general, though, the first thing I want to talk about is that everybody needs to step back and think about what their relationship is like with money. Are you uncomfortable talking about it? Does it feel like something that brings you guilt or shame? Is it something that you don't even think about? Are you very competitive in terms of money? Are you concerned about what the other people in your life are making, what their salaries are? Do you derive your self-worth based on how much you make? If you're in a business setting and you are asked how much you think you're worth or how much you think you deserve to make, do you think you undershoot that or overshoot it? Or are you just in the middle? So there's one side of this where people can be just too uncomfortable talking about thinking about money. But then there's another side of it where people are a little disrespectful regarding money, in my personal opinion. So for example, especially when it comes to entrepreneurship, I think people are very interested in this and don't really understand it. And I am a younger entrepreneur. Most of my friends in this space who are doing something similar to me are older than me not all of them but many of them are much older than me and most people who I'm friends with who are in my age group who you know I met growing up or in college have careers that are more traditional where they're not their own boss they're not building their own schedule someone is paying them giving them a stable income every single month and that's not how my life is. And I think people are very interested in it. And with my job, it's always so interesting to me the way people ask me about money. Because first of all, it interests me who asked me about it and that they're even asking me about it. And I can usually tell very quickly what their intention is behind asking me about it. And people will say, oh, well, you know, where does your income come from? And that question can be asked in many different ways. Some, like, you can very much tell if someone just genuinely is trying to understand how the business works 
and trying to get a gauge of that versus people are almost attacking in nature sometimes or they just don't understand where the money comes from. And you can tell they're trying to calculate in their heads how much you make. Sometimes people will say, well, I don't get it. How much money do you make? They'll just straight up ask that. And this is an interesting question that, to be quite honest, me personally, and this is my personal opinion, other people might feel differently, which is totally fine. Um, I really do not like when people ask me that. I think it's really rude, and I don't really know why they care how much I make because the amount of money I make doesn't affect the amount of money anyone else makes. And this goes back to this feeling of lack. People come from this competitive feeling of lack. They feel like there's no room for everybody to be successful. And so many people are trapped in this mindset, not realizing how much it's stunting their own growth. And it's like this with women too, almost with beauty as well. Like if one woman is beautiful, if one woman is happy or successful, there's no room for anybody else. And it's just the driving factor behind this competitive nature. And people ask it with money, but what's been interesting is with my job, it's mostly men. I'll have men who are kind of almost threatened, I can tell, and they'll be like, well, how much do you make? Because they want to know to compare my income to theirs because I think more men than women derive their self-worth from how much money they make. This is a big piece of what men feels like makes them masculine. They want to be the breadwinner. And then they start comparing to women. You know, if a woman makes more than them, that can be threatening for certain guys. It's funny because someone in the podcast Facebook group, if you guys aren't in there, join Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe, <laughs> um, posted something kind of about this the other day, talking about dating and how it's interesting dating guys and how guys... Um, Many men might be intimidated by a woman who runs her own business, is an entrepreneur, is really independent, is really passionate about X, Y, and Z. And it's been really interesting for me too, like dating people or even being friends with men. And it's almost like my job can get in the way. I see this with women too, though, friendships where I can tell friendships are stalled because people are threatened. Um by the possibility of someone making more money than them, and they don't even know how much money I make. But sometimes it's this awkward elephant in the air, and you can tell, and I'm not thinking about it. I really do not care how much anyone else around me makes, besides the fact that everyone who I care about and like and think is a genuine, awesome person, I want them to be as successful as possible because I think everyone deserves that. I think anyone who knows me <laughs> knows that I will always make connections for people. I, was, I will always try and help people get jobs, find jobs, support them in their careers. I love helping people out with that. I think it's so fun. And it's funny how many people talk to me about this and they say, it's so weird because most people don't try and help other people with jobs or business or like give advice about that or make connections because they kind of want to keep it to themselves. But that makes no sense to me because... Again, there's room for everybody and also law of attraction. So I want to talk a bit more about some things that you can do to manifest in more money and to change your relationship with money for the better. I think that everybody can implement some of these things in their lives and it will really help because your relationship with money and your finances is important. Ignoring it is not a good idea. You can cultivate it and don't be afraid of it. I think a lot of people, you know, sometimes people are all about money and then other people are just really kind of afraid of the conversation because they feel like if they say they want money and they can't make the amount that they wish they have, then, then they're a failure. But if you don't call it in, attract it in, it will never get there. Okay, so we're going to talk about some woo-woo things, but they're helpful. And my relationship with money has changed a lot. I used to really just never think about it, kind of avoided it. And then when I was around people in high school and college, I felt like I had to be somebody. Like, everybody in my life was so stingy with money and would say, oh, I have to, can't afford this, blah, blah. So then I partly would sometimes tap into that mindset but that just wasn't me and then I was like never mind and then I don't know I was kind of just ambivalent about the money conversation I saved a lot of money growing up I was fortunate enough to have parents who um 
paid for a lot for me growing up. Um, so I was able to save a lot and I worked and saved my money and I don't really spend my money on things other than food. Um, and then I treat myself to things every once in a while. So yeah, but I think my mindset around money, um, has been important and, for a while, like I said, I just kind of didn't really talk much about it. In the last year or two, um, I'm still very purpose-driven. It's funny, Adam Schaefer from Mind Pump will ask me this. He goes, are you purpose-driven or money-driven? And I'm very much purpose-driven because I know that money will come, as much money as I need will come to me, and purpose always drives me, but that doesn't mean I don't want to be smart with business. And because I know that my energy is in the right place with money, I don't have to worry about it. And at the end of the day, I will always do everything because of purpose and passion and authenticity rather than money. But that doesn't mean completely ignoring money either. Um, I think that's where people go wrong. They think like if it's like this guilt trip. Like if you pay attention to your money at all, then you're a bad person. You have to be all about finances, but no, I mean, you can be a smart business person, but also be driven by, um, your purpose and your passion, what is authentic to you. So recently in the last year or so, I also started paying attention to sort of my mindset, my language, um, some of these woo woo things we're going to talk about here. And pretty much effortlessly, things started rolling more so in the direction than I wanted. I was pretty much a stagnant. I didn't feel like I was growing as much. And since changing some things that I'm going to share, things have been going very well. And I feel like I'm in a good place. And my relationship with money has changed in a good way. And I just want to share some more about this. Okay, so let's dive into it. First of all, Let's start with one that I talked about on my Instagram feed um, that maybe like 2% of you saw because Instagram is a piece of shit right now um, and no one sees my feed. (laughs) But who are you hanging out with? Who are you surrounded by? So if all of your friends... Okay, you guys, I'm just going to put it out there. This might offend people. might not be what you want to hear, but if you want to learn everything you can do energetically to bring in more money and just make things easier on yourself financially, this is just the truth of it. And law of attraction is very real. And if you look into the lifestyles, mindsets of some of the most financially successful people um, in the world, in the country, you'll notice patterns and almost all of them subscribe to many of these practices. Okay, so law of attraction. Um what is the energy like of the people who you spend the most time around? So this includes everybody you're talking to, seeing. So this includes our social media feeds now. It includes your friends you're hanging out with. Who are you living with? Who are you in contact with? Who's on your brain the most often? Um, are they financially successful, which could, or just successful in the way you want to be because success can be measured in different ways. So no matter what industry they're in, no matter what their job is, if it's completely unrelated to you, um, you want the people around you who you are talking to most often to be the type of people who are focused on growing and expanding in their careers or business. So they should be growth-minded and honestly, it's like successful in some way. So if you're friends with the type who just are in their job, they don't like their job, they make the same amount of money, it's not a really good salary, they're just very complacent and don't care that energy rubs off on you and is bringing your vibrations down and probably preventing you from making more money whereas if all of your friends are people who are go-getters who are trying to get promotions who are coming up with new creative ideas starting new projects they are looking for new ways to expand and grow um they're bringing in more clients if they do something with clients they are creating new things whatever that is i'm just thinking broad with whatever job they're expanding, growing. If they are trying to improve, that energy rubs off on you and can help you as well. I've been talking about this a lot with some of my closest friends. This is why I love when people get, like if my friends get a good job opportunity, a job offer, or they get a promotion or they just make a ton of money, they come out with a new program or an ebook or just anything exciting like that. I'm like, yes, keep going. I love seeing them elevate because that energy rubs off on me and I'm pretty sure I'm going to start to expand soon as well. 
And honestly, the more, quote, high-powered people I surround myself with, the more I grow, not because they're helping me in any way, just because their vibrations, their energy rubs off on me. Also, getting to see how they live their lives and the type of lifestyle they live is the lifestyle of someone who makes more money. And then when I see that and start to emulate that, that brings it in for me too. You never want to be the most successful person in the room. The same way, you know, we say you never want to be the smartest person in the room. With success, with financial success, with career success, you don't want to be the most successful person there. You want other people to be so that you can learn from them, you can steal some energy from them and grow in that way. And again, this isn't just about finding people in your industry who are successful because that's what people look for. They just look and they want like a mentor who's in their industry and that's great. Um, they hang out with other people in their industry who are very financially successful and that's awesome. But the, the, what's holding people back isn't that. Most people know that intuitively or not even intuitively, just like common sense. But what you want to look at is who are your friends? Who, When you go home, is your but the person you live with, like growing, expanding and doing things, or are they sitting on the couch watching TV, eating Cheetos? Are you talking to your parents all the time and are your parents retired and not doing anything? That can rub off on you. Are you watching people on Instagram who just sit around and don't make money? Um, are you on your Facebook feed paying attention to your friends who moved back home after college and are working at Domino's? I'm just telling it to you straight. You gotta surround yourself with people, images, everything who are also growth-minded if you want the energy to rub off on you. And people get nervous about this, but think about it in terms of like the net equation. So does this mean that you can't ever talk to or speak to anyone who isn't very motivated? No, but you need to think about the net total. So for every person you're interacting with who is less successful, less motivated for you, can you sort of outweigh that by hanging out with two or three people who are very driven and go-getters and you're spending more time with them? And then another piece of this is that, yes, this does mean being more aware of if other people are trying to take, take, take from your energy and your vibrations. So this is common for givers. If you are a giver, if you are somebody who is really motivated, you're doing well in business, but you're also a giving person and you love being friends with everybody and being there for everybody. And you notice that all of your friends are trying to start their own business or doing X, Y, and Z in their career. And they're just not all the way there. And they're just trying to take, take, take from you, but they're not necessarily benefiting you in any way in terms of helping you expand and grow energetically then you should pay attention to that and you might want to surround yourself with less people like that. I mean, I think we all know that people who hang out together a lot, people who live together, people who are just around each other all the time, they tend to be more alike than other people. So think about who those people are going to be and that also transfers over to business success even when your friends aren't even in the same industry as you. It still rubs off on you. So just be aware that if you are somebody who is more driven, you are financially successful or successful in another way, you're motivated, people are going to be attracted to that and they might try to mooch off of you and mooch off of your energy. This could be totally subconscious, but be aware that you might want to start taking extra measures to protect your own energy as you start to build something of your own or pursue something new and exciting of your own. Protect your energy and just be aware of other people around you. Okay, let's talk about another one. And this is, I mean, a lot of people have this issue. I see this in all age ranges. But just in my own personal experience, this is like the high school, college attitude slash young 20s. I don't have money for that. I can't afford it. I can't pay for it. If you are somebody who finds yourself saying anything along those lines frequently, you really need to hear this because the truth is, you definitely will never be able to afford it if you keep saying that and if you have that attitude. This relates back to both the law of attraction and also this idea of living like the person you want to be. So first of all, with law of attraction, the more you are verbalizing and saying that you can't afford something, the more you are telling the universe that 
you'll never be able to afford anything and you don't deserve to afford that. And that's the message you're putting out there. That's also what you're telling your brain over and over again. You're creating this story that you are somebody who struggles with money and that you can't pay for X, Y, and Z and money, there's lack related to money. You're putting that out there into the universe and the universe is gonna throw that back at you slash you are training your brain to think that way. And so you're always gonna come at every situation with that mindset of, I don't have enough money. And this is why you need to think and talk like somebody who doesn't have any problems with money if you want to be somebody who makes more money. This idea translates over into a lot of different parts of our lives, including health habits. So before I talk more about how to live and think like somebody who makes a lot of money, I want to take a second to talk about a health habit that has totally changed my life and that is consuming functional mushrooms. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Four Sigmatic and they are a company that's dedicated to making drinking mushrooms and superfoods delicious and easy to do. They have a ton of mushroom coffees, mushroom superfood blends, and mushroom elixirs. Because we know that there is an entire kingdom of mushrooms out there that have a ton of incredible health benefits that can help with everything from immunity, energy, cognitive function, and longevity. And these have been used for centuries. But a lot of people just don't know how to incorporate them into their diets or they don't know how to make them taste good, which is why the Four Sigmatic Elixirs are amazing because they're so easy to use. You can just put them in with some hot water or if you want to make it fancier, some nut milk and you're good to go. You just can take a single serve packet, drop it into some hot water, mix it up, or you can buy one of their tins. They have larger tins with functional mushrooms in it. It's like a little powder. You just mix it in and you have a delicious drink. They are super potent, unlike a lot of other products on the market that have similar claims, but one packet of Four Sigmatic is the equivalent to 10 to 15 capsules of the dual extracted mushrooms. They're also super high quality. All of their mushrooms are certified organic, wildcrafted, or law-grown, and they're all tested for pesticides, heavy metals, irradiation, mycotoxins, and other factors. So related back to what I was talking before, if you want to be somebody who uses natural remedies to increase their performance, their energy, to improve their cognitive function, to reduce their stress, improve their sleep, to enhance their immune system, then what do you think somebody like that does? They probably consume Four Sigmatic. It's like if you want to be a biohacker, live like a biohacker, you know? So what are some of the Four Sigmatic elixirs that I personally love? I love the Cordyceps. It's great for natural energy and performance. I do not do well with caffeine personally. I have to be very particular about when I consume that. But Cordyceps is great because it's an adaptogen, not a stimulant. So it will help you produce and maintain steady energy levels throughout the day. Whereas coffee or other concentrated sources of caffeine can give you that energy spike followed by a crash. This is especially great for athletes because it'll give you a great boost of energy around the time when you're active. I also absolutely love the reishi. This is great for stress and sleep. If you have trouble winding down at night, I highly recommend consuming some reishi before you go to bed. You can drink this a few hours before you go to sleep or during a stressful day to help naturally chill you out. There's also the chaga, which is incredible for antioxidant support. It is called the king of the mushrooms for a reason. And many people say that this one is their favorite coffee replacement. It has sort of that earthy flavor. All of them taste pretty earthy. They're all delicious. And then there's the lion's mane, which is great for the brain and nervous system. Lion's mane is an all-natural cognitive enhancer that's been shown to support memory and concentration. So it's great if you're studying, reading, writing, or just concentrating on whatever works in front of you. If I find I ever do need caffeine, they have a few awesome options. For example, the mushroom coffee mixes. That is coffee without the jitters. This is the only coffee I can drink and I don't get crazy jitters or feel like I am bouncing off the walls for five days afterwards <laughs> because their mushroom coffee mixes contain either cordyceps and chaga or lion's mane and chaga. 
So those functional mushrooms are going to help give you a more balanced sense of energy and prevents that crash. Another option I love is their mushroom matcha with lion's mane and ginger in it. It is so delicious. They also have a matcha latte if you want more of a, a latte. They have a ton of delicious latte blends like their chai latte, their golden milk latte. They also have a mushroom mocha mix that's super yummy. So many options. And of course, their mushroom hot cacao, which I personally love because it contains reishi, so I don't get a huge energy spike and crash from the caffeine and the chocolate, so I can drink it before bed and I'm totally fine. I drink at least one to two Four Sigmatic elixirs every single day, and I really do think it has improved my overall health. Not only are the drinks just delicious and I'd be drinking them whether or not they had health benefits, but I really do notice that my energy and immunity and mood are boosted and my cortisol is more regular regulated. And if I ever go without them, I definitely feel off during the day. So it's a win-win because they taste delicious and they make me feel amazing. So if you want to try out Four Sigmatic products, just go to foursigmatic.com slash CRW and you can use my discount code CRW for 15% off. So again, that's foursigmatic.com, F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com slash CRW and my code CRW will get you 15% off. So let's get back into this idea of living like somebody who doesn't have money problems. So going back to this excuse, I can't afford this, I can't afford that, I can't pay for it. And you're telling the universe that you are somebody who has money issues, who doesn't make enough money, who can't afford things. And you're also telling your brain that you are somebody who can't afford things. What you need to do is start thinking and talking like somebody who doesn't have a problem with money. So do you think somebody who's rich runs around saying, oh, I can't afford that. I can't pay for that. They would never say that. They don't even think that. If they don't want something, they say, I don't want to buy that. So even just shifting your language and your thought processes and catching yourself every time you say that you're not going to buy something because you can't afford it. I can't afford this. I can't afford that. It's too expensive. Every time that's coming up in your head or you're saying it out loud, you're just worsening the problem. You're ingraining that story in your head and you're telling the universe you don't want to bring in money. But if you start living like somebody who doesn't have money issues and you rephrase what you're going to say or you don't even bring it up to begin with. So if you're going to say anything, I would just say, I don't want to buy that right now. I don't want it. It's not that you can't afford it. It's that you don't want it or make no comment around it at all. And I know it sounds a little out there, but if you start living and talking and thinking like somebody who is rich and makes a lot of money, it starts to roll into your life. And that's a really scary leap for people at first, but it honestly attracts things in. So when you're making decisions around money and paying for things, start to think, what would somebody who has whatever income you want to have, what would they do? What would they say? What would they think? People who are rich and have a steady income don't worry about money all the time. So if you're worrying about money all the time, you're just bringing that energy into your life. It's funny because a lot of people my age will always say, you know, how come you don't have to worry about money? It's because I decide not to worry about it. And I tell the universe I'm not going to worry about it because I know it's going to come in. And then it happens literally because I have that mindset and I live like that. And then I end up not having to ever worry about it because things work themselves out because I've told the universe they're going to. And it's a really interesting cycle because it's the people who are the stingiest with money, who are super cheap, who are always going to have money problems because they live like that. Because here's the thing, if you stopped complaining about money and thinking about it and you just bought what you needed and focused on that, maybe that means treating yourself every once in a while, maybe it doesn't. Um, but also the thing is people who are rich also invest smartly. People who are rich actually generally aren't just buying things all the time for no reason. They're still smart with their money. People who attract in abundance and attract in money also work hard, but there's a different energy behind it. When you want something really badly and there's this almost desperate feel behind it, it usually doesn't come to you. But when you trust that things are going to work out, and you're just open to receiving, and you start telling yourself that you attract in money and abundance and success, and you really truly start to believe that, 
your behaviors will start to change in ways that you won't even notice. If you really start to live like somebody who believes that, your behaviors will change in a way that make it so that you do attract that in. And opportunities will come your way. People will notice that. Your confidence might shift. It all just starts to work itself out. But you're just not going to notice that change until you start to pay attention to your thought patterns and the words you're using in your daily life. So it just comes back to if you're somebody who says that you can't afford things over and over again, and it's like, you know, I'll talk to people about nutrition or supplements or personal care products, and I hear them say, I just can't afford it right now, or I can't pay for that, it's too expensive, and every time, I mean, I don't say it when I hear it, and I just think in my head, yeah, you will never be able to afford it if you say that, especially when it comes to health and people say they can't afford certain services or supplements or food. Well, people who don't struggle with money would never say that. There isn't a price stuck on their health. They would just pay for it and it would work itself out and they'd have enough money. So if you start to live like that, you might find that you invest in yourself, you get healthier, and then you're able to have the energy and the cognitive function to work harder, to make better decisions, to work smarter so that you do bring in more money. It's really just this big cycle when people say they can't afford things because they're making it so that they will never be able to afford things versus people who don't use language like that and don't think like that. They don't struggle with money because they don't think like somebody who struggles with money. So I want to talk about some things you can do literally to manifest in more money. And these are simple. And the first thing is what I was just talking about, talking like and acting like and thinking like somebody who doesn't struggle with their finances, who makes the income you want to make. So think about how that person would live, how they would talk, how they would think, how they would act and emulate that, pretend. Another thing that is going to help you with that and that I think is incredibly important are affirmations. So you can decide to say, I am a money magnet every single day or I attract in abundance. I started saying these things to myself every single day and after a while my brain believed it, the universe believed it and I started bringing in more money with those affirmations because I told myself I am a money magnet, I attract in abundance. So what you can do is say that to yourself over and over again throughout the day. You can write it down, write it down 10-15 times every day and do it consistently and you will start to attract in more money. A lot of people do not believe in the power of affirmations, but here's the thing. You have nothing to lose by doing it. You only have things to gain and they work. But the thing is, you have to really believe it. You have to tell yourself it over and over again. And it's not like, okay, I'm going to say I'm a money magnet every day for a week and where's my money? You have to do it very consistently. And that doesn't mean So let's say every day I say, I'm a money magnet, I attract in abundance, I have plenty of money. You need to give the universe time to pick that up, but you also might not realize that that abundance or money might come to you in ways that you didn't realize before. So it's not like you just say that affirmation and then all of a sudden, you know, you win the lottery. It's not like that. The affirmation might start to work in a way so that let's say somebody comes into your life And that person has a job opportunity for you. Or maybe it works in the sense that you fall into some situation where you have divine inspiration for an incredible business idea and it comes to you that way. My point is that it might lead you to other people or situations that, and then they are going to lead you into money versus just money dropping into your lap. It's never like that. Okay, so besides affirmations, another thing you can do is visualize. This is super powerful. So close your eyes and visualize how you're living your life when you make the amount of money that you want to make. Think about how it feels in your body. Like Become that person that's making that amount of money. Close your eyes. Think about it. How does that feel? Are you smiling? What are you doing? Like really connect with that feeling of making that amount of money. The other thing that you can do is to visualize your paycheck. So literally imagine like putting yourself in the situation. You are getting a paycheck and you see the amount on there or you are looking at your bank statement and you see that amount. It needs to be a visualization that's real enough so that you will believe it over time on your body. Like it's believable to you. Something like a bank statement or a check amount 
is believable for the brain and the body, which is why it works. And you would want to do that visualization every single time. But again, it's like really feeling it in your body, believing it and imagining you're in that moment and looking at that. Or maybe it's not looking at the exact amount of money, but maybe it's just some goal that would lead to more money. So for example, with my program, I will you know, visualize a certain number of spots being filled up every time. And that's like indirectly more income for me, more money, but I'm not visualizing a dollar amount, but I'm imagining what it looks like on the internet browser page when I get those spots filled up. Or maybe, you know, if you offer a service, you are imagining, you're visualizing opening up your calendar and seeing a fully booked schedule. Like you're imagining filling in all those time slots. There's somebody with every single appointment every single day and that's here getting in clients. So that's an indirect way of like getting money, visualizing money without the actual money. You're visualizing filling in your calendar, like you writing it in, writing in their names, the times, and that is your visualization. Again, it needs to be something very believable to the brain. Like it could be true because the point is that you're visualizing what's going to happen. Like that is going to happen. Um, So make it real. If your visualization is that you're going to go win the lottery, that's not really realistic. That's not something that you can make happen. Um, And it's just unlikely. So do something that your brain can believe because then you'll make it happen. Okay, and then there are some things we can do with crystals and energy. Yes, we're going here. So one of my favorite crystals for bringing in abundance is citrine. Citrine is great for just stopping any negative money talk and just bringing in abundance. So I like to keep a small citrine crystal in my wallet at all times. I also like to keep it next to my desk where I work to bring in wealth, but that's one of my favorites. Another one that I love is a Venturine, and I like to give this one as gifts to people too, but I wear green Venturine as a bracelet pretty much every single day just so it's always on me, but this is another great one to just carry on you, put in your pocket, put it in your wallet. That is one of my favorite crystals to bring in wealth and abundance. Tiger's Eye is also another great crystal that can help to increase your motivation that's going to bring in success that way. Pyrite is another great crystal that's all about manifestation and action. It's a great crystal for anybody who wants to make more money because it just, I don't know, it makes you get shit done basically. And it's also just sends a signal that you are worthy of as much abundance as possible. And then there's also malachite, which is great for helping you to transform your finances. And if you want to get all these crystals, there's a really cool set on energymuse.com and they have a set called Wellstones, not sponsored, but I love Energy Muse crystals. Um, and it comes in like a little set and they They give you a card that tells you exactly what to do with them. But at the end of the day, what you want to do with like, If you're going to want to use crystals to bring in abundance or if you just want to attract in more money with affirmations or visualizations is the most important thing to do is to be very, very clear on exactly what what you want. So is it a certain income goal? Is it a certain number of clients? Is it a certain number of sales? Is it some other marker of your success in your business? Is it a certain job title, a certain promotion? You need to be very, very specific and also think like levels down. So people will say, oh, I'm manifesting in a mansion in Beverly Hills. Okay, you got to do a lot more than like first before you're going to get to your mansion in Beverly Hills. Look at where you're starting from and then what is the next logical step that will put you a little bit closer to achieving your overall goal. So we can't step 20 steps ahead. You want to think what's what's my next immediate goal and manifest that in really strongly and then build upon that. Once you reach that, then you can go to the next step and then the next step. So we're not going from rags to riches. We're not going from here I am and I'm manifesting in being a billionaire and having a mansion and driving a Porsche we are going from here I am today and next I want this next promotion or here I am today and I'm making X amount this next month and it's a realistic amount that you could get. That being said, when I say a realistic amount, 
you also though don't undershoot things. So my point is like, let's say you make $60,000 a year and then you're trying to manifest in that you make a billion dollars a year. That's what you're manifesting in. That's a huge leap. But could we go from 60,000 to 600,000 a year next year? I mean, that's sending the right energy. It's not way out of line. It's, I mean, it's a huge leap for sure, but you never know. You could fall into some business deal and make that jump in the next year. Who knows? Don't close yourself off to the opportunity for a lot of growth, but also don't make it some, something that is just so out of realm that it's never going to happen. Also, sometimes when you shoot higher, so let's say, let's say you want to make like $300,000 a year and you're manifesting this in really, really hard and you're doing everything and then next year you jump from 60000 to 100000 a year. You got a lot closer, like it's still working. That's in the right direction. So don't look at results as so cut and dry. Um, that's kind of my point there. So definitely don't undershoot, like, you know, don't go from manifesting, I don't know, let's say you make $60,000 a year and then you're like, I'm going to manifest in $65,000. Like we can shoot a little bit higher. We can shoot for the stars here, right? But like not so far up that you're just going to crash and burn. <laughs> so if you go the crystal route though, you first want to clear the stones. You want to set them with the an intention. So activate them after you've cleared them. You can clear them with Reiki by putting them under the sun or under the full moon overnight. Um, you can use sage to clear them. So then you set them, you activate them, and then you set them with an intention. So you can say, I attract an abundance over and over again, or I dedicate this stone to bring me wealth and abundance, or I am a money magnet. Just set your intention. We can use an angel number, so like 11 times. And then there are a bunch of other things that you can do on this. So I went through and did everything that they recommend with the Wellstones with Energy Muse. So putting pyrite on top of your business card, um, putting malachite in your pocket whenever you go to business meetings, and then physically writing out the specific goals you want. And this is really important for affirmations or visualizing and making things happen is when you are clear on what you want, write it down so you see it. Write it down multiple times every single day but for this for these purposes write it down on a piece of paper put it in a place where you will see it and then you can put five of these crystals on top of it because five is the number that can help to change your financial situation and leave them there leave them out and it'll help put your energy in the right place in the right direction sending the right signals to the universe and then another thing you can do is adjust your space so you've probably heard me talk before about the bagua map which is used in feng shui to you know put things in certain areas of your house to send energetic signals to attract in certain things in different parts of your life so the wealth and prosperity corner would be if you're standing at the the entrance to your space whether that be your room or your apartment or your house the wealth and prosperity corner is going to be the left like the top left corner so let's say you're standing in your doorway all the way against your back wall on the left side that's your wealth and prosperity corner and the color associated with that is purple so look at what's in that area of your house and see how you could adjust it. Do you have an open window there? Are you letting all of the wealth and prosperity fly out of your house because there's an open window? Or is there a toilet there? You need to close the toilet seat so that you don't flush it all down the toilet. Putting a mirror there could be a really powerful reflector. Just see, if, is there anything in that corner that's broken or not working? If it's broken, then that's basically sending a signal that your wealth is broken. So make sure everything in that corner is working and make sure there's nothing open where your wealth could be flying out of your house. And also you can enhance it by putting something purple in that area since the color purple is associated with wealth in that corner. So this could be anything purple. You could put a scarf over there. You could put a purple crystal over there. You could put a purple piece of artwork over there. You could put a purple flower in the corner. Anything purple, just stick it there. And that's just related to wealth. But again, you can look up a Bagua map online, B-A-G-U-A. 
map and this there are different colors um, and areas in your house associated with different parts of your life so wealth fame your relationships your health your family all these things so it's just a fun way to change your space to support the life you want and again you have nothing to lose trying this stuff out so why not so those are just a few of my little energy techniques to manifest in more money, more abundance, but really it all comes back to law of attraction. It comes back to speaking and talking and thinking like somebody who doesn't have money issues if you don't want to have money issues. So if you want to be a money magnet, live like a money magnet, act like a money magnet, and although at first it might seem counterintuitive, it helps to attract abundance into your life and you'll start actually acting like somebody who has plenty of money and then those actions will make it so you do. This whole attitude that people have of they can't do X, Y, and Z because they can't afford it, start saying you don't want to pay for it, not that you can't afford it, and also realize that you're never going to get out of that situation unless you put money in. And even all this energy manifesting stuff aside in general, you know, it's just logic. If you want a better return, if you want a different outcome, In life, we have to put money into things to get money out. So, I mean, people will email me all the time asking about, you know, paying for a website designer or paying for a coach or they don't know if it's worth it. They can't afford it. And, you know, a lot of people think that you don't have to put any money in. You just start making money. You have to put something in. So remember the long-term goal because here's the thing. People who have a lot of money. Do you think they started out always having a lot of money? Maybe some of them did, but there's plenty of people who are very financially successful that didn't start off making the amount of money they make now. So what's the difference between people who can make more and people who don't? The difference is that people who make more were willing to put money in at the beginning, were willing to invest in themselves and their business and whatever is going on. They weren't coming from a place of lack. They were coming from a place of, this is what I have to do to advance myself and get what I want. And the universe repaid them. So they acted like somebody who makes a lot of money. People who make a lot of money know to invest in smart investments. They'll pay for what they need to now in order to get a better return later because, again, it's the long-term goal, and that's the mindset of somebody who knows that they're going to make more money. They're confident that they're going to make more money, so they're willing to invest now if they, even if they feel like they might not have enough now, they know they will. I hope this is a little bit eye-opening for you, at least a different way to view things. This topic has just really been on my mind recently because I hear so many people talking about their financial stresses and financial problems, and I think a lot of people could find relief if they changed their mindset and actually did things to start attracting in more abundance because you really can manifest in a lot of things. Um, A lot of people don't realize how much they could bring in. So this is just my take. And if you learn about some of the most successful people, some of the richest people in the country and the world, a lot of them have similar practices to this. There's also this idea of not taking action without alignment. So what this would mean is people who are trying really hard to make money and just doing what they think they have to do to make it don't usually make it rather than waiting until they're very clear and it feels right in their body and intuitively they're like this is what I want to do and it feels very natural and you're not resisting or forcing anything and then that's the right business decision but when you are just trying to force it in it's not gonna come and this is something that I've read a lot of financially successful people talk about as well in terms of like what started working for them with their business when they're just like hustling so hard and just following what they think they have to do but they don't feel a sense of alignment it doesn't go right versus sometimes it means doing less and you get more because you feel very aligned so no action without alignment first and again with the things like affirmations and visualizations as well as, you know, the, the Bagua mapping and all of that, you don't have anything to lose. And I'm just saying, since kind of thinking about things in this way, my life has improved and I just want to help you guys out.
genuinely because the more successful you are you are energetically connected to me if you listen to this podcast and the more successful you are the more successful I will be so I want us all to be successful so let's all manifest some money and we'll bring in more money and if this conversation makes you feel uncomfortable if you're uncomfortable talking about thinking about money I encourage you to take a step back and think about that relationship this is just part of being a human in today's society you we have to make money to live to pay for things and there's no guilt or shame around how much you want to make. If you want to make more, um, go for it. You deserve what you want. That's not the same thing as being greedy and competitive with money. And that's all you think and all you see are dollar signs. And your the intention behind all of your work is just to make money. That's not the same thing. Um, it has to come from a genuine positive energy. Remember, the universe is watching. The universe has your back. (laughs) Okay, enough of my woo-woo attracting money in, but y'all have asked for it, so here it is, and I just want to help you out. So if you enjoyed this podcast, let me know. If you're not already in our Facebook group, Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe, I would love it if you joined and strike up a conversation in there. Tell me what you think. Do you guys want more of this manifesting talk? These are things that I also talk about with all my Reiki clients when we talk about bringing in and attracting what we want. Um, If you're interested in booking a Reiki session with me and you're in San Diego, I do in-person sessions or I can do distance sessions from anywhere in the world and you can find my services at christinaricewellness.com slash services. So check it out there. And if you enjoyed this podcast and haven't already, I would love it if you left a rating interview on iTunes. That really, really helps me spread the word about the show. And as always, I love when you guys screenshot, share it on Instagram, send it to family, friends, Uber drivers, tell everybody about the show. I seriously love that. It makes my day. And I hope I was able to entertain you for another hour of your life. Thanks for listening to me again. All right, that's going to be it for this episode. Go manifest in some money, you money magnet. I'll talk to you again next time. Bye.